0: Hello, I'm Annette. You may know me from um, my other podcast, How to Make a Monster Kid, which I do with my son Hayden. But today, you are joining me on a fresh new journey, all on my lonesome, for A Sense of the Macabre. Um, on How to Make a Monster Kid, I actually did a episode zero of Sense of the Macabre, where I spoke about the London Acropolis, And it had a pretty good response. Um, So I did promise that I would try and continue to make A Sense of the Macabre on its own, independent from Monster Kid. So today, this episode, episode one, is the first official voyage of A Sense of the Macabre. I hope you're going to enjoy it. So on today's episode, I'm going to be telling you about the story of Mother Shipton, the prophetess of England. To begin, let's go back to the year 1488, the city of Knaresborough. It was a storm like no other, lightning lit up the night sky, the rolling thunder seemed never ending, great gales of wind howled throughout the outskirts of Dropping Well in Knaresborough. Parents clutched their children close, and the children clung closer still. All but one child. She had no parents to speak of she was alone and afraid, banished from her village with nothing but her secrets for company. No home, no one to care. On this night of nights fifteen-year-old Agatha tried to stay warm in the cave she had made her home, next to the River Nid, unknown to the residents of Knaresborough Castle that loomed above her. But Agatha would not be alone on this night for much longer because on this wild night, Agatha would give birth to her one and only child, Ursula. Baby Ursula was baptised by the Abbot of Beverley, who took an interest in the unusual situation young Agatha was in. In a bid to give the child a chance in life, he placed her with a local family and Agatha was sent to live out her days in a convent in Nottinghamshire. Ursula would never see her mother again, as only a few years into her stay at the convent, young Agatha sadly passed away, never revealing the identity of Ursula's father. It became evident early on that there was something special about Ursula. She was fiercely intelligent, incredibly bright and intuitive. But unfortunately Ursula would not get to stay in education for very long You see, little Ursula didn't look like the other children. She had a large crooked nose, her legs twisted and her back bent. She had to use a stick to support her in walking. This made her a target for bullying from the other children. They would call her a witch and would accuse her of using witchcraft on them. For instance, they would accuse her of being the reason why they would trip over simply nothing at all, or that she would send spirits to tug on their hair when no one else was around. In time, Ursula, having had enough of the mistreatment of others, whispers, looks and stares in the village, she decided the best place for her was to return to the cave where she was born, to live in peace in the beauty of the surrounding woods where she studied the forest, the flowers and herbs and would make home remedies and potions with them. When she was 24 years old, Ursula met Tobias Shipton. He was a young carpenter originally from York. The two quickly became close, much to the abhorrence of the locals. And when Ursula and Tobias married soon after, it was said amongst the villagers that this finally proved her to be a witch because how could anyone as handsome as Tobias Shipton love a creature such as her? Ursula and Tobias remained in the woods and the cave became a happy home for the pair of them for two whole years. Unfortunately, at the end of those two years Tobias sadly passed away and they had not managed to have any children. Ursula kept Tobias' name and would never remarry And in a time when the average life expectancy was 35 for a person, Ursula, later nicknamed Mother Shipton due to her incredible age, passed away at the grand age of 73 in 1561. There's no record of where she was finally laid to rest. Here you would think the story would end. And a pretty boring one for a first episode, I agree there's more to it than that. You see, there was another side of Mother Shipton's life that I haven't shared with you yet. You see, Mother Shipton was also England's most famous prophetess. She made a living by not only selling her remedies, but by telling people their future and would warn them of what was to come. Over time, word spread as far as the royal court in London of the prophetess of Naresborough. The king even sent out messengers to find out some of her prophecies and, as is always the way of things like this, as well as admirers you have your doubters. One such famous doubter was Cardinal Wolseley. Woolsley visited Ursula on his way to the city of York when she predicted that he would never set foot there his retort was that when he did arrive in York, that he would build a huge pyre where he would have her burned as a witch. Worsley travelled onward to York. Eleven miles outside of the city in Caywood. Worsley was apprehended by the 6th Earl of Northumberland, Henry Percy, and arrested under the charge of treason. Worsley was to be taken back to London for the trial and on the way back he fell deathly ill and passed away before reaching the city. And, as predicted, he never did set foot in York. It is said that Mother Shipton also predicted events such as the Black Death, the Great Fire of London, the American Civil War, the French Revolution, also things like airplanes and cars, amongst many other things, including the end of the world. Mother Chipton's prediction for the end of the world reads as such. The world shall end when the high bridge is thrice fallen. The high bridge in Knaresborough has fallen twice in history. All that remains of Mother Shipton, besides her prophecies, is the cave where she once dwelled and the petrifying well across from it which has now stood as England's oldest tourist attraction and I highly recommend a visit if you ever get the chance. It's a very magical, peaceful place. And that was the story of Mother Shipton, the prophetess of England. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the first ever full episode of A Sense of the Macabre. If you did, please feel free to follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Pod, where I generally share pictures and things that I've collected during my research for the episodes. Uh, You know, they're quite interesting to look at now and again. Um... If you have any suggestions of things I might cover in episodes in the future, please feel free to contact me. This is your podcast too. Why tell you things you're not interested in when I can be. Um, I have a few episodes coming up in the future, um, possibly covering subjects such as Pendle Hill, Whitby, the Southbridge Vaults in Edinburgh, Bedlam. Just a few ideas I'm tossing around. Um, if you're interested in any of those, please go ahead and let me know. Um, I'd love to hear from you all. I've had a lot of fun doing this. Uh, it's a bit weird. First time on my own without my boy. But it's good. I like it. It's good. Um, also, if you'd like to follow my own Twitter, you can find me at Idol Cannibal. Um I'm part of the Monster Kid Podcast community, which includes a whole heap of awesome podcasts that you can listen to for a variety of movie such subjects um check them out have a look on twitter they're a great bunch of guys and girls and i think i'm gonna leave it at that okay i can't wait to hear from you all hope you enjoyed the episode and i'm signing out